The Atlanta Braves offense goes silent as for the second year in a row, the Braves lose game one of the NLDS to the Phillies. We'll break down everything from game one in today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I'm your host, Jacob Mastriani, and you can follow me on social media at Shortstop Ball. Also, make sure you check out the podcast at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback you have for the podcast. Don't take out your anger on me. Don't throw anything at me for this Braves loss, but do make sure that you give us a follow on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button on this video as well. It's got a lot of Braves content here. Maybe you don't want it. Maybe you do. Right now, we're going to talk everything about the Atlanta Braves and the NLDS Game 1 on today's episode. And thank you so much for all your support. I've uh, been absolutely outstanding. And thanks so much for doing this. Going to try to do this after every postseason game. And hopefully the Braves have a lot more to come, but certainly not off to a great start. But want to try to go live after all of these postseason games. And then me and Grant McCauley will have a postcast later as well on Locked on Sports Atlanta on YouTube. But let's jump into it. It's not going to be a fun one to talk about. I'll be honest, my energy level right now is not great. That's a tough one uh, to sit through. Braves lose three to nothing to the Phillies, just could not get anything going offensively. And just at the front here, I'm going to go through some of the highlights, but mostly I want to go through your comments, questions that you have through here. So be sending in those questions. I'll look for the ones uh, in the chat section with the question mark at the end there. Uh, of the sentence there to go through those quickly because we got a lot of people in here, a lot of comments, a lot of you upset. I understand it. I'll say this at the top. Do not throw things on the field. Please, if you were at the game, and I'm sure those who are listening live right now weren't, but do not throw things on the field. If you're listening to this later and you were there, I hope you weren't one of those. Please never do that again. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing as a Braves fan uh, to have you know people acting like that. Please, please stop doing that. It's an upsetting call. I get it. Don't do it please anymore but let's start with the game recap here let's get calls right too i'll say that as well but still you don't have to react like that strider was great in this game great play in the first inning help him get out of a first and third one out situation there what an incredible double play turned by rc who had another incredible play later in this game as well to keep it at three to nothing barehanded play that he had in the uh, eighth inning to keep the game right there. So a couple of great plays by Arcia in this one. Unfortunately, two of the runs in this game were unearned. One, an error on Strider himself, who threw a ball widely at first base, trying to pick off Harper. Just let Harper be. If he's going to steal that base, let him take it. Go get the hitter out. That would be you know my uh, couch advice here for Spencer Strider. But still, he makes the error, allows Harper to score on Stott, who, if you listen to me this week, I said outside of Harper – who beat the Braves in this game as well. The other guy I fear the most in that lineup is Bryson Stott, and he came through with a big hit in this game. It just feels like in those clutch situations, Bryson Stott's going to drop the bat on a ball and find a hole somewhere. It just seems like he does it a lot against this Atlanta Braves team. But he gives up that run, Strider does, gives up a home run to Harper later again. Their star showed up in this one, and I'm not here to pick on Acuna, but 
other than the walk he had late in the game to get a rally going, which you got to give him credit for that, you know, came up in some big spots and didn't come through in this one. And Bryce Harper did you know, on base three times in this one. He got it done. A home run there from Harper later in the game as well, made it two to nothing. And then the other run that scored on catcher's interference, which there's nothing on the replay that you can say conclusively that he he touched the catcher's glove. There's just not, unless they got, well, you can't even say that. You can't even say they have an angle that we don't have because the call came back as a call stand. So nothing they saw confirmed what was called on the field. The only thing that confirms it was Sean Murphy and JT Realmuto's reaction. Realmuto called it out uh, immediately. Murphy reacted to it like he knew he did something wrong. And that's the only evidence that the bat touched the glove. Did it? Probably. Is there anything on video replay to show you that that bat, bat touched touch the glove? Absolutely not. So I don't know what the point of replay is. You know, Braves fans have gone through this a while. thought we were getting out of this. We actually had some good luck with replay this year, but not in this game. Again, I don't know what inconclusive means anymore. You got the call at second base with Ozzy that was overturned that didn't necessarily look inconclusive. And then certainly on the catcher's interference, again, other than the reaction from the players, there's nothing on that video to tell you that that, that bat was even remotely close to the glove. Now, clearly, I, I think it was. I think if you're Murphy, you don't react like that. And, and you know, on the opposite, if Murphy thinks it didn't hit the glove, he would be, you know, just going bananas and yelling that it didn't hit his glove. But that's not how he reacted. So do I think it, it hit the glove? Yes. Is there anything on video that can show that even conclusively? No, not at all. But that's besides the point. This offense didn't score a single run in this game. And in a game, and I talked about this coming in, when you get Strider and Freed and they start and they pitch, like Strider did, seven innings, two earned, you will take that. That is a great outing. You have to win that game, especially when you're going up against their number three starter in Ranger Suarez in essentially what became a bullpen game. And a great job by Rob Thompson. You know, Suarez kind of fooled the Braves hitters for a couple times through the order. And then when you got the off day and you got Zach Wheeler in game two, you can unload your bullpen and your best arms to get through the rest of this game. That is what, you know, a big advantage of having that off day and having Wheeler being able to go, go to game two. You don't have to worry about your bullpen for the next day because they're going to have plenty of rest and you're probably not going to need many bullpen arms in game two. So he's able to just go for his best bullpen arms and they did a great job holding down this offense, but they, you know, had chances. You had chances you know, in the fourth inning, you had the bases loaded. Michael Harris up there couldn't come through. You had the fifth inning. You had runners on the corner, one out. Acuna strikes out, and then Riley strikes out. And then you had the eighth inning where you had first two guys get on, leadoff walk by Acuna. You had the hit by Riley. You got Olsen came up. He just missed tying up the game. Acuna tags up, goes to third. Riley didn't tag up and go to second. I saw some people saying maybe he should have. Uh, look, you look at baseball savant, Riley has good speed. Maybe he should have gone to second there. You you avoid the double play situation. I don't think it was worth the risk right there. I mean, if you get thrown out in that situation, that is just awful. So that can't happen. It's just an incredible play by Trey Turner. I mean, a guy that's never really been known for his defense, made some good plays in this game, and that's just an incredible play. And I think that's my overall takeaway from this game when I'm watching it, first of all, the offense just silent, couldn't get anything going. You want to blame it on the five days off, you can, but at some point, you got to get rid of the excuses. You got to step up and make plays. And again, I think this is my overall takeaway from this game is that 
the Phillies have all the confidence in the world. I'm not seeing that confidence come from this Braves team right now in this situation. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. It, you just see the plays that the Phillies are making. They're making the plays to win games. The Turner play, you know, the Bryson Stott play, putting putting the ball in play there. You know, Trey Turner stealing a couple of bags. It's just they're making the winning plays. They're making plays with confidence. I didn't see the Braves play with that confidence in this game, and it showed in the results. This is the first time all year this Braves offense has been shut out at home. That that's telling. Uh, Philly's pitching was good. You got to give them a lot of credit, but this is the first time all year they've been shut out at home. That just it cannot happen. I don't necessarily know the reasoning for it. It's not the changing of the lineup. Everybody's you know complaining that they changed the lineup. They they swapped. You know they put Ozzy down a couple of spots. I mean. I, I actually like the move. I, I've always said I like putting Ozzy behind the lefty, and you get Ozzy in that situation against lefty, and he does crush one. It's just an incredible play by Trey Turner. The lineup's not the reason the Braves didn't score in this game. They just didn't hit. They didn't hit well enough. They were sluggish coming out in those first three innings, and then by the time they got some things going late, they weren't able to capitalize. They weren't able to come up with a big hit. They weren't able to find that big home run that they needed. They just didn't get it done. The Phillies outplayed them. The Phillies played with confidence, and they played a better game, and it's why they won. The series isn't over by any means, but certainly, you know, I said coming in, you have to win this game, and you certainly got to split at home. I mean, I said coming in, you got to win the first two at home. You haven't done that. You cannot lose the first two in going to Philly. I think if you're a Braves fan now, you're hoping for a fifth game because right now you're hoping you can find a way to win game two. Hopefully freed is healthy and ready to go. He said he was as much uh, on Saturday. Win that game, get your offense going. Of course, now you're going to have another off day for the Braves offense. And then they got to face Zach Wheeler. It's just hard to get in a rhythm right now offensively, but as a Braves fan, you're finding some way to win game two. And then you got to split in Philadelphia and then hopefully come back home in game five with freed on the mound and win that one. That's kind of the plan right now for the Braves if they're going to win this series. But we'll have more going diving in deeper into the game on the post game that me and Grant McCauley will have on Locked On Sports Atlanta later. Next, I'm going to get to a lot of your comments. I see a lot of them on here. This is embarrassing. This can't happen. All of that. I'm going to try to read through your comments and questions as best I can. I'll do that here next. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, view from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code MLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price Guarantee. Braves and the Phillies will play again on Monday night. Catch every pitch of the postseason with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, I'm going to try to go through the comments here. There is a lot. I apologize. I'm not going to be able to keep up with all these. I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, terrible showing from Chris Carson. Matthew Carter didn't like the lineup. Lineup had nothing to do with this. Uh, is Sean Murphy a ghost, says A.J. Evans. I mean, he was struggling coming in. He's batting the bottom of the lineup. I'm not putting this game on Sean Murphy. And as far as the stolen bases go, uh, we've said it all year. The pitchers just do a terrible job holding runners on. Those aren't on him. And he did have a, a caught stealing in this game. Um, Joseph, recap. Why didn't we make the pitchers go into deeper counts? 
that's just a Braves plan of attack. Uh, you know, that's the way they've been all season long. They're not going to, they're not going to change now. And it does it. I don't know that it matters that much when they're changing pitchers as often as they were. Um, double A's is not a good start. Uh, golden child, unbelievable. We don't capitalize in the innings with bases loaded. And then that eight, and that's what it comes down to. You can make all the excuses in the world, the five day layoff, you know, the catcher's interference, this offense just didn't capitalize when it had chances and they had chances in this game, you know, to scratch, you know, didn't have to be a home run, just, you know, get a hit here or there, scratch it, run or two across and you could have won this game, but weren't able to come up with those big hits. And Jericho says, I'm on the verge of a meltdown. Phillies have our number. I think that's what makes it sting so much right now. It's just the way, uh, you know, it's the Phillies and it's your rival. They did it to us last year and you hate, Seeing it, watching the Diamondbacks Dodgers game right now. Diamondbacks are up two to nothing in the first inning. What do you want to do next year? Do you want to forfeit winning the division next year and just go into the wild card? Uh, and maybe that's a better path for the Braves. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how everything plays out. It certainly has not worked out for the Braves to this point. Um, Frankie Torres, this is the problem with Murphy and uh, Travis Darno alternating all year. Don't have one catcher going into the playoffs with a steady bat. I agree with that down the stretch. I did not like that strategy. I, I don't know that it changes too much, but I even said it at the beginning of the year. They started out the season going every other day. I, I just I don't like that. And you're probably going to see Travis Darno in game two because Max is on the mound. Ben says impatient Acuna. Acuna is one of the most aggressive first pitch swingers. That's what he does. Um, just you know, couldn't come through with some big hits there early in that game to get things started. Um, AP Films, can't believe they just can't compete in game one when it comes to this part of the playoffs for the second straight year. It's disappointing uh, for sure. Chris Carson, don't want to be a downer, but the Braves are flat. They're playing flat just like last year in the NLDS. Like I said, they, you know, uh, one swing can change the momentum and change the energy level. If Matt Olson, you know, gets into that baseball a little bit more and it's a three-run homer, I think everything's flipped and you see the Braves turn with confidence. Somebody's got to come up with that big play. Somebody's got to come up with that big hit. Right now, it's the Phillies coming up with all the big plays and the big hits, the Trey Turner double play, the Bryce Harper home run. They're making all the big plays right now, but you can easily swing that back in your favor. It's just somebody's got to get it done. Somebody's got to step up and get that big play and that big hit. Uh, Frankie said, what was up with the lineup? You know, Snickers decided to switch things up a little bit. I don't I don't mind it at all. It's really not that big of a deal. A lot of people making a big deal out of it. I like putting Ozzy behind the lefty. So if they bring in Strom, they bring in Soto, one of their their lefties, you have, you know, Ozzy going up against a left-handed hitter. Uh, I don't mind it. If you want to go back to it, I don't mind that either. Somebody's got to get it done. Bottom line, somebody's got to get a hit next. Ecuador, Manola, and Wheeler next, shaking my head. It's not great. I mean, when you when you get this by and you go into the NLDS, you got to win game one. I mean, I've been saying it all along. You have to win this game. And when you don't, it flips the entire series. Now the Phillies have home field advantage, and now they have their number one and two starters for the next two games. All that said, this Braves offense if they do wake up and hopefully, you know, if they're going to win this series, they're going to win a world series. I said this too, this offense is going to have to slug and they're going to have to outslug the Phillies and they're going to have to wake up at some point. They're going to have to take down Nola and or Wheeler or if not both to win this series. Um, Sorry, just looking through some of the comments here. Some that actually make sense and aren't just screaming at me. Um, 
Ecuadorman says, been a fan since 84, always disappointed to me. Um, weren't disappointing in 2021. Again, it's <laughs> look at the uh, Clayton Kershaw's getting rough shot in the first inning. It's five nothing Diamondbacks. So, um, Nestor D says, Jake, you're the MVP of the Braves. Thanks for a good year, bro. You're welcome. I'll still be here even throughout the offseason and hopefully again, uh, more through the postseason as well. Uh, culture geek to change the lineup hurt us. No, that's not why the Braves lost this game. They lost this game because they couldn't get a big hit. Uh, all of you talking about the lineup change. Tell me why the lineup change lost the Braves this game. Uh, please tell me how changing the lineup lost the Braves this game. The Braves lost this game because the Phillies outplayed them and they couldn't come up with a clutch hit. Moving Aussie down a couple of spots did not lose the Braves this game. The only lineup question I have is that should you bat Michael Harris ninth? Because that's where he's been all year and that's where he's great at getting on base for the top of the order. That's the only thing I said coming in is that I think maybe I would rather keep Michael Harris in that nine spot. I had no issues of what they did at the top of the lineup, and it, it really did not, in my mind, change the outcome of this game. You feel differently, you know, certainly you're right. Um, why did we take Strider out? Alan Stone asked. He was pitching well, and our bullpen is vulnerable. Like, if you don't get the catcher's interference there, there's a good chance that Pierce Johnson gets out of that inning and, you know, holds it at a 2 nothing lead. So I think you got Strider out of there because you had the top of the order coming up couple of lefties, including Bryce Harper, who, you know, had already hit a home run off Strider. I don't necessarily mind that call either. I'm glad to see Spencer Strider, you know, sticking up for himself, wanting to stay in the game. I wish you do that outside of the view of camera and not really show up your coaches like that. But, um, you know, he's a competitor. He wants to stay in there. He did all he needed to do in this game. And again, Glacius looked good in the ninth. Mentor, not so much. But Pierce Johnson came in. And again, if not for the catcher's interference, probably gets out of that that inning and he keeps it to nothing again with the, the cans on the field. Yes. Please stop doing that. Um, Levi Coger says credit to you, Jake. You said it would be Stott Harper and Turner that hurt us. Good call. Yeah. I mean, those are the guys that, that fear me the most in that lineup. Harper and Turner are the obvious ones. Turner's a brave killer. Harper's one of the best players in baseball, but Stott, I just do not like seeing him up in those clutch situations. Um, Ecuadorman, no runs, recap finished. Yeah, it might be a short post game with me and Grant McCauley. There's just not a lot to talk about, um, especially on the offensive side. There's a lot to talk about, but uh, not much of it good. Double A Strider was fantastic. Yes, he was. Uh, Alvin Strider was amazing, minus the air. Absolutely. Strider did everything that he needed to. If he was looking for his own personal redemption from last year, I think he certainly got it. He uh, was great in this one. Ruben says Snicker got outmanaged. Phillies had a good plan and executed. Um, I don't know that they got outmanaged, but I do think it was a great job by Rob Thompson managing this game. It's what the Braves are going to hope to do in game three. You're going to hope Bryce Elder can fool them for three or four innings and keep the team in the game and then just go with your best bullpen arms. But uh, the only difference is game four is going to come right after game three. The Phillies could do this in game one because you have that off day on Sunday and you're going to have your bullpen fresh for game three for game two. So it's going to be a little bit different for the Braves because those game three and game four are back to back. So if you unleash your bullpen in game three, like the Braves are probably going to do, then you're really going to have to hope Strider gives you another seven strong innings in game four. Um, David Asher, who embarrassed themselves more, the Braves, weak hitters or their, their fans. Uh, the series already over and it just began. Yeah, both were pretty embarrassing. And I'm not calling out all Braves fans. I'm sure it's a small minority 
out there who did this, but please, if you're in that minority listening, listening to this, do not throw stuff on the field. It's a bad look for everybody. Uh, Matthew Carter, want your opinion on why Snicker changed the line of order and do you think it should change back to what worked all year? I've talked about that a lot. There are so many comments on here and I get it, guys. I get it. The softens been great all year. You change it up. It's not that big of a change. You dropped Ozzy down two spots to bat him behind a lefty. If you, you're upset that Riley's batting second, he crushes left-handed pitchers and it's a left-handed starter. I'd imagine against a righty. Uh, it's probably going to go back to normal. I don't, I don't know, but either way, that's not why the Braves lost. I think we're, we're focusing way too much on the change in the lineup. I just, in my personal opinion, don't think that had really any, uh, you know, dis, any sway on the outcome of this game. Braves just didn't get hits. It was a pitiful game. As Leland Hurt says, it was, it was a pitiful performance. By this offense, Chris Carson, the Braves are flat. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you can't get shut out at home, James. Um, yeah, nobody did anything. It's not not one person's fault. Nobody in the lineup really got anything done in this game. Uh, U.S. out. There's one positive comment. Here we go. U.S. out says there's a reason we play five. Uh, I do wish this was a seven-game series just because of that layoff that you have, and then you got to you know get ramped back up. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're down a game or you're down 2-1 in the series and it's a best of five. I wish they'd change this one. If they're not going to shorten up the off days in between, make this a best of seven going forward. I think that's certainly what they need to do. I, I wish they would just shorten the, the time in between. But if you're not going to do that, then make this a best of seven. Um, you're welcome, Locked on Jazz, for being here uh, for the fans. Absolutely. Um, Clinton Darnell knew the stolen base would bite us. We cannot uh, defend it. Braves pitchers do a horrible job holding base runners on. That's not on Sean Murphy, who threw out a base dealer in this game. Um, need to go back to the old lineup. Uh, Braves are flat. Yes, too many fastballs by Strider. One thing, uh, one iron long, this is not Strider's fault. Um, all you, some of you blaming Strider, few of you blaming Strider, a lot of you blame, blame the lineup. Those are just the wrong places to be blaming here. Blame the Braves offense, and a lot of you are doing that as well. They just didn't get it done in this game. One thing I will say, they were really late on a lot of fastballs in this game, and that's just something you cannot replicate in a sim game. Unless they were going to go up against Strider, which maybe you should have sent the first-team offense up against Strider, which Strider didn't pitch in the sim game, so never mind that. But you just you cannot replicate that high velocity high intensity pitches that you saw in this game you cannot replicate that in a sim game and you just notice the braves who normally crush fastballs were really late on high velocity fastballs in this game and again that's just one thing that scares me with that long break i'm not trying to make that an excuse they got to step up and get hits but it was just very noticeable in this game that they were very late on a lot of fastballs uh, Austin Riley in particular, who again, you know, crushes fastballs. Um, Clinton, thanks so much for joining. Says good night. Um, Braves didn't show much fight. That's kind of what worries me in this one. It just, again, and that can all change with one hit. You know, again, if that Olsen ball, he, he just missed that. If he gets that, everything flips in this game. It's just, you know, they can, they are flat and they look like they don't have a lot of confidence right now, but just one swing could all change that. Um, yeah, William, the layoff, I don't love it. I don't want to make any excuse anymore because you got to step up and you got to play these games, but I just I don't love the layoff. It's, again, 
a game you're facing Ranger Suarez and you get shut out for the first time all year at home and you're going to tell me that layoff doesn't affect the batters a little bit. I just I have a, a hard time believing that. Um, David says the next step for the Phillies, the Dodgers, a real team. Yeah, the Dodgers are losing five to nothing in the first inning. Clayton Kershaw didn't make it out of the first inning here. So uh, maybe don't get too far ahead of yourselves there. Um, a lot of you still talking about the lineup change. Murphy is a ghost. I think, I think all your complaints are going, not all of you, a lot of your complaints are going in the wrong place here. The offense is to blame for this game. It's not Spencer Strider who pitched seven strong innings and only gave up two runs to a very good offense. It's not the lineup change because it wasn't that significant of a change. Uh, it wasn't Sean Murphy. It's not his fault. Unless you're including him in part of the offense that didn't get it done. It was simply the fact that the offense came out of the game sluggish when they had some chances late. They didn't camp capitalize, and that's why the Braves lost this game. Um, you want to blame Murphy for the catcher's interference? Sure. Uh, you know, I'll give that one to him. But the, the the blame in this game, why the Braves lost this game, had nothing to do with Strider. He pitched everything he could. It's the offense. It's the lineup. Best offense all year in baseball, and they couldn't score a single run against Ranger Suarez and the Phillies bullpen at home. That's embarrassing. That's just – that can't happen. That cannot happen. So – uh, again, a lot of comments here. We got over 300 people in here. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for this. I'm going to try to go live after every game in the postseason. We'll also have a post game with me and Grant later as well. Not going to be able to get to all these comments, questions, but thank you for being in here. Even after a tough loss like this one, the series is not over yet. This offense has to get going at some point, even with Wheeler and Nola on deck. These hitters, these, this offense shows you, you know, when they are clicking and they're Clearly weren't in game one. They can score against anybody, so it's not over yet. The Braves have to come back and win game two of this series, though, and hopefully Max Fried is healthy and ready to go in that one. All right, next we'll preview that game, which will be Max Fried versus Zach Wheeler. As much as a must-win game as you can have right now for the Atlanta Braves, we'll discuss that here next. It's NFL season. Snap into all the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Also got plenty of MLB postseason stuff on there as well. If you want to add some anxiety to watching these games, as you already have as Braves fans, you can do that as well over at FanDuel. Make sure you also visit FanDuel.com slash play safe for tools and resources to help you stay in control of the way you play. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Braves and Phillies get back at it on a Monday. Had an off day on Sunday, uh, but get back on a Monday. It'll be a Wheeler and a Max Free to catch every pitch of the postseason with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, one more time. It'll be game two on Monday night, same time, 6.07 p.m. Eastern, Zach Wheeler versus Max Freed. All indications from Max Freed himself on, on Saturday said that he is healthy, he's feeling strong, he feels good. Hopefully that is the case because the Braves need another great pitching performance from their starter and allow that offense to hopefully get going. But it's going to be 
a tough, tough time doing that. Now you got to face Zach Wheeler and he's somebody who's been a tough customer for the Braves in the past, but they've had some pretty good battles against him here as of late. They faced him here pretty recently. So a guy that they are certainly familiar with, uh, faced him on September 8th, six innings, just one run, uh, two walks and five strikeouts in that one. Uh, but on September 12th, five innings, seven hits, uh, six earned against uh, Zach Wheeler. So, uh, and that one was in Philadelphia. The uh, the one in Atlanta is the one where Zach Wheeler last time out was really good. So uh, one up, one down for Zach Wheeler. They're due for him to have a tough one against the Braves. Hopefully that's the case. Have to get this offense going. You can talk about the pitching all you want, which is what a lot of people focused on coming in. But if this offense, I and mean, you know this was my number one key coming into the postseason, if this offense doesn't perform like the best offense in baseball, they're not going to win. They're not going to win many games in this postseason. They're not going to advance. They're not going to win the World Series unless this offense wakes up. Somebody has to come up with a big hit. Somebody's got to make a big play and turn this momentum and turn things around because, like a lot of you have said, they look flat. Phillies look like they have all the confidence, and that's exactly what you're seeing right now. The Phillies are a confident team. They know what they did last year. They've been playing great baseball down the stretch. They just swept through the wild card series. They are fresh. They are hot. They are ready to go. Braves, somebody's got to step up and make a play. Nobody else I want on the mound other than Max Freed. But again, somebody on the offensive side has to come up with a big hit. Let me know who you think it's going to be. This is not over yet. Braves got a big hill to climb up now, big hole that they got to dig out of, losing game one that you just really did not need to lose going up against their number three starter with Strider on the mound. But they did. But again, Got to change the narrative this year. Got to fight back. They did last year. Kyle Wright won that game two, took it to Philadelphia, weren't able to get it done, but got to come back and win game two, even up this series. Got to do that on Monday night. And again, that game will start at 6.07 p.m. Eastern on Monday night. Zach Wheeler versus Max Freed. One more time, thank you so much for joining here. Over 300 people joining live. We'll do this again after the next two postseason games. Hopefully there's at least a forthcoming. That means the Braves are staying alive in this series. So we'll do it again. We'll also have the postcast with me and Grant McCauley later on a Saturday night as well, recapping this game again. If you want to go over it one more time. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Follow us on social media at shortstop ball and lockdown underscore braves. Subscribe on YouTube if you're new. Hit the thumbs up button on this video. Make sure that you rate, re review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias, DC Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 